that's not necessarily the best way to make money. Hey, it's Walter here, and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're going to help you develop a rock-solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh. Sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Walter, this is a classic question, but uh, how do you know when to take profits? <laughs> well, it's probably not when it's probably not when you think you want to take them, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. There was a there's a guy in the um there's a guy in the in the Market Wizards book. I think I don't know if his name is Larry Height, but one of the guys in the Market Wizards books, he he says, theoretically, I would have made much more money throughout my training career, but I just couldn't help but and I'm paraphrasing, but I just couldn't help but to hear the cash register ring. So he would just keep cashing out of these trades, even though he knew if he had waited a bit longer, right? And and in the um, the reminiscences of a stock operator, which is the biography of Jesse Livermore, he, Jesse Livermore says there's plenty of, and again I'm paraphrasing, there's plenty of traders out there who have been, you know, bullish at the exact perfect time and been bearish at the exact perfect time. They've timed the market perfectly, but. It's very rare to find the trader who has the patience to hold on to those positions. And that is so true. Mm -hmm. It is so true. The thing that we beat ourselves up with, with as traders is either like we have the fear of missing out on a big profit by taking profit too early, right? So we, we made $1,000 on a trade, but we could have made 6000 if we had waited. Or it's that thing where you had $6,000 on your trade, right? And but you waited so long to get out that it kept going against you and you kept waiting for it to go back and it never went and then you ended up with $1000. And so as traders, I think you need to decide which of those is more painful. Having $6000 literally in your equity as a as a as and just as an example, right? Just pulling a number out of there. And then losing watching that go all the way down to say, you know, let's say 3000. Okay? So you had 6000 in the bag, you never got out, you went it went down to 3 or you have 3,000, you cash out because you're, that's where your profit target was. And then you watch it go another 3,000 in your favor without you. And you're like, ah, in both cases, it's the same thing, right? In both cases, you've lost 3,000. You've, quote, lost $3,000. But which one is more painful for you? Because that will determine how you should exit. If you are okay taking 3,000 and saying, that, I mean, more, more okay with losing out on that extra 3,000 after you've cashed out three, then that's fine. Then you use targets. The targets, you're a target trader. If, however, you think that you are, it's more painful for you to, uh, or it's better for you to, you're okay with having 6,000 and then watching the market retrace against you and finally getting out at 3,000, then you can use trailing exits, right? And loose trailing exits at that. <laughs> but yeah, so it's really, you can do both too. You can do both. I like to do both. You can have a target and you can have a trailing exit. That way you kind of feel like you're always right. But that's not necessarily the best way to make money. It's not necessarily going to make, and that's what, where we get tripped up. We think, oh, we need to figure out the best way, the, the most profitable way. No, you need to figure out the way that you're going to stick with. You need to figure out the thing that you can do, right? Mm -hmm. Not yeah. the thing that's going to make you the most money because the thing that's going to make you the most money may not jive with your psychology. So, yeah. So that's my take on that is that you can do both. I mean, I'm, we're, I'm, this is really simplified, right? There are lots of ways to go. You can use timed exits. 
right? You can mm-hmm. use exits based on the time, like lunchtime. They're all go- they're all going to lunch in New York, so we're gonna get out now because it's gonna the volume's gonna, or get out at the end of the day, or get out after X number of days, or get out if the market hasn't gone after X number of days. So there's lots of timed exit you, you can use too, which I think is a really cool thing. But at a basic sense, it's usually comes down to letting the market go as far as it, it wants to, some sort of trailing exit, or letting the market cash you out at a predetermined level, which is your targets. So how do you see that? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think it's, uh, you have to specialize, right? You have to understand what your, your edge is. And it's kind of like trying to be a doctor and a lawyer at the same time. That's not going to work. So you got you to gotta pick one. So you're going to be the short target guy. You're going to be the long target guy. Or you're going to have something in between. But I think the biggest, one of the biggest issues with traders is that they try to do all of the things at the same time and they lose out on one trade because they missed a bunch of profit and they they say, oh, I'm going to switch back to the other thing. And then the other thing doesn't work. And then they take a small profit again. And then they say, oh, I I missed out on this profit again. So I'm going to switch back to that. And that's, that's where you get into that, you know, that cycle of losing and switching and losing and switching. And also I think they fix the last trade. So you have a trade that you take and then something happens. You watch the market go and you're like, oh, wow, I only took two R on that trade and it went six R. So next time I'm going to use a trailing exit. And of course, what happens next time? Well, the trailing exit loses you 0.2 R, you know, 0.2 R, <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the that's the the problem I think we have with, as traders is we're always trying to fix the last thing. And that's not the way to do it. We need to take groups of data and if you're going to make changes, make changes based on chunks of data, not just one or two or three trades. You need a big chunk of trades that show you something and show, and then you go, okay, well, babe, maybe, maybe I should do this based on the last 50 trades or last hundred trades or what have you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's just hardwired into us, right? Like it's like you put your hand on a fire and you get burned and you're like, oh crap, I'm not going to do that again. So it's that last, the recency bias, I guess, right? The last thing that happened is kind of what we emphasize the most. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. That's yeah, exactly. We, and that serves us well, like that serves yeah, you well yeah. in the jungle, but not so, not so well in the, um, in the markets. Yeah. True. All right. Yep. Thanks Walter. Thanks. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only, and is not trading or investment advice.